Namaste. So there is a tendency for us, especially those of us involved in mother's work, or for that matter any work, we get attached to the work. And sometimes it's like this is given to me. This is the same old question. If everything is done by God, somebody has asked, a relationship comes into your life. Giving an example, actual question. So is it predestined? Yes, it is predestined in the highest sense. The mistake that we make it, we think it is permanently given to us. This world is constantly changing. What is given today for a certain purpose may be taken away tomorrow. And that's what we have to remember to hold on to the eternal and not to the temporary and the transient. The same applies to the work that is given to us. And we have classic examples, the most classic examples, Shurabindu reveals is about Napoleon. He was doing a work of God. Shurabindu says that I saw the arm of God going through Europe. But a time came when Napoleon said, but you know, I am France and Kali slain him. And this has happened to even an Indian leader, I won't, you know, uh, because we don't want to enter into politics, who received so much of, you know, uh, a kind of force, energy from the mother for a certain work. And that work was successfully completed. But the same leader at another point of time when started believing that I am India and what I believe is India was slain and was lying on the roadside. It's actually happened. Which many people don't understand. That you know how somebody who was close to the mother at another point of time could die like this. And there is a whole history behind it which I don't need to uh, speak about because, you know, we don't enter into politics. But we must understand that each of the work is given to us, but no work is given to us permanently. There are times when the sword has a joy in the battle, as Shurabindu says. There is a time when the sword is to be kept inside and just rest with the master. The master is not taking it out. You see, it's very interesting. The sword may say, take me out, take me out, I want to, you know, be your sword. He'll say, no, I have the bow and arrow. <laughs> or the master may just be speaking. So master will say, no, no, no. See, he never used the Sudarshan Chakra in Kuru Sabha of, um, the, when he went as a Shanti Dut. Sudarshan Chakra may have been saying, sir, please, Lord, these fellows, they don't know who you are. Give me a chance, give me a chance, I'll slay them all. But Sri Krishna doesn't say anything. He doesn't call the Sudarshan Chakra. And the third joy is, there is a joy when the sword is broken and thrown aside. In works, we have to discover all the three. This is called the delight of works. There is a joy of the sword when it is kept in the hilt, in the you know sheath. There is a joy when it is taken out and is part of the battle. There is a joy when it is broken and thrown aside. Shubhendu says that equal joy discover. And this is what the prayer actually reveals. As I said, this is my, uh, one of my favorite prayers because uh, this is an actual experience. Uh, when you have it, then you get freedom from pravrti se nivrati. Some people are very restless. Unless they work and then they start, you know, forever remaining attached to the work saying mother's work. Mother gave me this work. Yes, but she can take away the work. Did she say that for all lives this is the work you have to do? <laughs> so here is this sobering and humbling prayer, February 25, 26, 1914. Maybe the mother wrote at midnight. One who would serve thee worthily, 
should not be attached to anything not even to the activities which enable him to commune more consciously with thee this is enough to reflect upon to be attached to nothing not even to those activities which you think are you know my means of communication what if he is wanting you to learn other means of communicating with you life is an integral movement yes it you communicate very beautifully this way but maybe he wants come my child we'll play the other game have you seen that road no this is such a nice road yes yes so when we don't listen he says come and this experience of shirbindo in the jail when he says that i had asked you see shirbindo by then already had experienced the stillness of nirvana and so by the time he went to the jail he was deeply even the talk that he gave after that nirvanic experience you see he said how do i speak because my mind is still all my consciousness is still and leli maharaj tells him nothing you bow to the crowd and you bow to the narayana within and then you speak and he this was his experience that it's the divine who is flowing into his speech so shurbindo in the jail says that i had asked you only for one thing to protect me till india is free because there is a work to do why have you brought me here and shri krishna vasudev tells me because i have planned something else for you <laughs> there is another work for you you have to listen to that you may think that this is the work through which you serve me but i have something else in my in the thought of god you know once champaklal ji asked the mother he he notes it he says many years i served the mother then one day i realized i am serving her but is this the kind of service she wants she asked the mother mother he asked the mother mother so long i have served you the way i wanted to serve you now i want to serve you the way you want me to serve you see the difference one who would serve the worthily should not be attached to anything not even to the activities which enable him to commune more consciously with thee and no wonder we see the paradox in champaklal ji's life is very fascinating paradox he is a yogi of yogis till 1973 he would not move out of the ashram when people would tell him he would say what everything is here himalaya is here the whole world is here and he is right after all he he has seen the truth everything is here the same champaklal ji 1976 starts going out he goes to the himalayas he goes to usa he goes to france he goes to hong kong all these places i have been to some of these places where he has been and then you you know somebody asked him he said because she wants me to go as simple as that and people couldn't understand him that how come he who remained so faithfully even is going out was a faithful act towards the mother so this is the way of the you know the realized ones but if in consequence now there is a dot 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 so this 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 is another part of the prayer which is coming but if in consequence of a mass of circumstances material things take a greater place in life than usual we must know how not to let ourselves be absorbed by them all the time you know we forget the consciousness in which an act is to be done and we are only focused on sometimes it can go to absurd levels 
where you know somebody is going down at the samadhi and we are shouting get up because it's a rule now you see it's important to maintain discipline and but the consciousness is so important and with everything not only about this everything so how easily the very work becomes a means for our ego rather than a work for the divine we must know how not to let ourselves be absorbed by them why because our real thing is that eternal how not to let ourselves be absorbed by them to keep in the depth of the heart the clear vision of thy presence and live constantly in that serene peace which nothing can trouble so that even if all the work that was given to us is taken away from us we don't say oh why this happened why did you do this see this is what makes lord ramachandra what he is he is a great among you know the most one of the most capable rulers that one could imagine born so far back in time and the whole praja wanted him but he had another work to do to make arivart free from the demons of dandakaranya to make the tame the animals in kishkinda animal humanity so when his father says you know he he tells his father don't be in a dilemma your promise will be kept tomorrow morning coronation coronation day he is suddenly decides to go away now this is called truly the inner tyag where he is not attached to it at the same time why this is inner tyag when ram comes back he doesn't say no 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 i won't accept the crown because i have renounced the world no rama's life is about inner renunciation he goes there he goes with his bow and arrow he fights the war on behalf of the kingdom and when he clears the rakshasas they say but you know you have wandered away he says no i am following the dictates of the king on behalf of the king i am acting the king is bharat so i am acting on his behalf but when he goes away and the kingdom he gets back he doesn't say no no now i have become sanyasi i have developed vairagya from life he doesn't do that he accepts the crown this is the true renunciation so what is important is to keep a clear vision of the presence within and to live in its peace that's the most important thing oh to do everything seeing thee alone everywhere often people ask how to do mother's work so they think a particular kind of work is mother's work particularly they think if you are giving lectures it's doing mother's work if you are writing books you are doing mother's work or if you are doing work only in the ashram it's mother's work it's based on what should be the said one all work in the ashram is the mothers but the reverse is not true that all work outside is not the mothers see this is the elementary logic all work in the ashram is the mothers and all work outside can be made into the mothers work including our speech our thought our little deeds if we do it with that consciousness and all work in the ashram is the mothers yet by the intuition of the ego we may turn it into something very twisted so this is what we have to understand and remember that what matters is her work is everywhere not only in centers not only in you know uh, designated places so to say everywhere and so many stories of the mother that story where uh, you know that poem where shobindo describes that the great yogi who develops all the powers hat yoga raj yoga he perfects and then he says now see i have the perfect knowledge he says no not yet why i have done raj yoga 
And I know all this, all the powers. He says, no, no. Find the one who dwells in every heart. Find him, Sri Krishna. And he goes to the palaces, he goes to Yudhishthir's places, he goes to Vrindavan, he doesn't find him anywhere. <laughs> then on the slopes of a hill he sees somebody madly jumping and da- jumping about. He is very happy, but he doesn't tell the cause of his happiness to anyone. There he finds Krishna. And when he sees him, that seemingly madman pushes him and all knowledge, pride, everything goes away from him, powers. And then that person laughs and gives him back. He says, take these gifts, O beggar. (laughs) So, this is a lesson that everything is a gift from grace, from God. And has to be used for him till he wants us to be of use. When he says, okay, tata, bye-bye, come back, come back, change, change. This is called plasticity. And plasticity is one of the needed, most important attributes of the supramental life. Plasticity and equanimity, two things that the mother has stressed along with wideness. Wideness, everywhere. To do everything seeing thee alone, everywhere. And thus to soar above the accomplished act, without any claim which holds us prisoners to the earth, coming to burden the flight. So see, beautiful. And thus to soar above the accomplished act. You finish some work. Now you get attached to the work. Go beyond. Move out to other fields, other ways. Who was he saying? Today only somebody who, um, who has done a lot of work. And I said, now the time has come to change. Change. There's a very interesting uh, proverb in Chinese. When you come across a wall, change and pass through. Pass through. And it's so true. That she gives a particular feel, you have accomplished it, go beyond. Don't brood and start, you know, this I have made, I have built. I was involved in its inception, you know. Okay, God was involved in the inception of the universe. (laughs) So, (laughs) sometimes these things take a very humorous form. So once... Somebody was telling me, you know, this place, how we got, how we did this, how we did that. So sometimes you are in a jovial mood. So after hearing, he said, uh, before this, it was a jungle. I said, yes. And much, much, much before this, there were dinosaurs roaming around the planet. (laughs) Where is the limit? And much, much, much after this, there would be a divine humanity which will look at all this and laugh. So this is how we should, in that vastness, So nothing should burden our flight. We become imprisoned. And nobody has asked us to be like that. But we become imprisoned of our own ego. And we believe that, you know, okay, this is something very sacred trust we are carrying. O Lord, grant that the offering I make of my being may be integral and effective. This is the offering. Not to be attached to anything, but to be fully attached to the divine presence within. And to do its bidding, whatever it be, with a respectful and loving devotion, I bow down before thee, O ineffable essence, who is in everything. You know, the essence, essence is like the perfume in flower. 
Oh, ineffable essence. Can you describe where is the perfume coming from? What is its source? Deep down inside. Essence, the ineffable essence. Inconceivable reality without the name. Names and forms are many and we all, you know, it's... The divine comes within the limits of name and form because we are always bound to name and form. And we need that to, for our approach. But we must know that the divine is always greater than the name and form. And you see so beautifully it is enshrined there in the ashram, samadhi. Nowhere else I have seen this perfection of language. You see you go everywhere, samadhi, people will tell you, ye unki samadhi hai. Kiski? They will tell you the name of the saint. Isn't it? What has mother written about the samadhi? She has inscribed with a purpose. O thou... Who are the material envelope of our master? Where is the master? Master is everywhere. In every heart, Shurabindu is burning like the light of the suns. In every heart, Shurabindu and the mother are there. And life, several places, mother says, I am trying to tell you that I am not just this. She pinches the skin. Much more, much greater. This is to be used. She has used it as an instrument. She remains herself and infinite. Namaste.